You're listening to El Podcast, the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. I'm Emeline Ramos. I'm Jose Rodriguez. Jose Rodriguez is a local comedian here in Orlando, Florida. Yeah. And you perform regularly at... SAC Comedy Lab. 29 South Orange Avenue. Downtown Orlando. And you're going to be back there soon. Yes. Because you've had quite a year. I have. I had uh, this little thing in my kidney. Doctor said it was a golf ball. You had something the size of a golf ball in your kidney? Yeah, they had to remove it. Pero te lo tragaste. ¿Qué te tragaste? No, it was uh, cancer. Oh, see, why you got to bring the whole show down? <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up, but you kept asking what Ay, it was. Que si me lo tragué. That sounds serious. No, see, this is not that kind of show. Bueno. <laughs> well, it's not serious anymore because it's not there. Because it's gone, right? Yeah. No it more. took it out. Yeah, but you know, at least in el, in el podcast, the Ellie Casher show, we have a doctor in the house. That's well, right. So, Emily Ramos. <laughs> As you know, is a doctor, yeah. like a legit one, not just yes. one that watches a lot of ER. Board certified. Pasó examen, pasó examen. Lots of them. Estudió y pasó. All right, so Jose, so she's here to help me understand what ex actually you had. Porque tú en serio. Yeah. This wasn't like fake. No. You weren't bluffing. Nope, not you at all. You weren't making it up so you so you would miss work. <laughs> not at all. Okay, so what exactly did you have? Uh, they called it renal cell carcinoma. Okay, and what exactly is that, Dr. Ramos? Cancer in the... Oh, you're Dr. Ramos, not Jose, who had asking, it. I'm, I'm sorry. Asking, I'm asking somebody who's board certified. Okay. Cancerous cells of his kidney. Okay, why are you laughing when you say that? <laughs> I know, she found it. It's not funny. But I knew he was going to be okay. I had confidence that he was going to be okay. Oh, okay. okay. I was like, once they That's remove it... That's one of us in the room that was once okay. Once they remove it. it, he's going to be fine. Okay, está bien. So you had a ball in your kidney? That's what the doctor said, yes. Okay, and so they took out that chunk? No, they took out the whole kidney. But why they got to take out the whole kidney? That's what I said, but there was no other option. So if you get a flat tire, you just throw the whole car out? Apparently in this situation, you do. <laughs> Dr. Ramos, what's going on? Probably because it was encapsulated within the kidney. And whoa, so... whoa, whoa, encapsulated. Calmate. <laughs> Calmate. Hold on. None of us are board certified to understand encapsulation. Go ahead. Listen, the uh -huh. treatment for this is to remove the kidney because there's also the risk of it reoccurring. You don't want it to reoccur. So, well, like otra bola más se forma. Right, exactly. So they're just taking la bola out, but they're not figuring out what caused it? Well, what causes it is cancer cells. Okay, but they're not figuring out why that happened? There's no, I mean, if we knew why, they'd have cures for cancer. Yeah, they'd have cure for cancer. But why don't we have cures, though? Because they need to make money off Why of is yeah. Dr. Ramos Pharma just shaking her Pharmaceuticals head? need money. <laughs> okay, I get it. So we're just doing the treatment thing. We don't want to get at a cause of it. Because then pharmaceutical companies go out there of There are a lot of people out there researching the cause. I mean, we know what causes it. We know that there's, you know, these abnormal cells that take over. Okay, so you're telling me that if somebody found a cure for it, it would never come out. Yeah, but that's not happened yet. Yeah, but No, no, no. I'm saying if, if I discovered it, you're saying it would probably never come out because a pharmaceutical company would pay me a trillion dollars. To be I, quiet? Yes, probably. I agree. Right? Yeah. It's like there's a water engine, but... They got hushed hush because, you know, who wants a water engine? There's a water engine? Yeah. What does that mean? For the cars. Cars can run on water? A yeah, a long time ago, but it got hush hushed. A car can run on water? Well, what? it could, but it didn't. Wait, like instead of fuel, I just put water in my tank? Correct. <laughs> a guy invented an engine that could run on water, but it got hush hushed for the same reason. That he got killed. <laughs> they just killed him. Right. Probably. <laughs> I mean, they probably gave him a lot of money to quiet him, and then they went in a cabin that he bought with all that money and killed him. Yep. All 
All right. So what happened when they removed the kidney? Uh, they first they drilled two little holes for their cameras, you know, to go in there and see where the kidney is and what they have to do. They didn't know where the kidney was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Visualize like, it. Visualize where the kidney is. And then he made an incision by the belly button where he sticks his hand. Okay, slow down. Grabs the <laughs> slow kidney. Down, slow down, slow down, slow down. So it's a lot of information at once. First of all, they want to make sure that the kidney is where it's supposed to be. Well, they got to, with tools, you know, with a camera and their little snippy tool, they got to visualize it and be able to go there and cut all the right, I don't okay. know, arteries or whatever okay. that go to it. I'm Maybe. not the doctor. The I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Maybe. But at some point you said he sticks his hand inside you through your belly button? Well, they make an incision at the belly button. I have a six-inch incision where my belly button is. Wait, 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 wait. Do they untie it or something? Untie, untie what? Your belly button. No, he made a cut with the scalpel. So he gave you a new belly button? A huge one. Six <laughs> inches. Dr. Ramos, I know you're laughing because this was probably not on your board exam. No. But if it were, you'd probably get it wrong. Well, hold okay. on. Was this laparoscopic? Yes. That's whoa, why. Whoa, whoa, okay. So microscopic, laparoscopic. Laparoscopic. Mic so laparoscopic. they do it so that they don't, ha you don't have an incision by your kidney, right? No. Okay. So there's two ways to do the, to do surgery. Uh -huh. They can either make the incision right by the kidney and remove it right at the kidney site. Which would Which make leaves sense. you a big, a big scar. Huge scar. You know, and it increases like recovery time and everything like that. Or they can go in laparoscopically, which means they go in with a camera. So they make multiple incisions in your abdomen and they use cameras and tools to pull it out through okay. those smaller incisions. Okay. All right. First of all, Jose is not a swimsuit model. <laughs> so I, what are you I, saying? I, I would have said, listen, just go in the most direct way possible. Eso de que un punto por acá, and a camera por acá, and a, and a, and a, and a, and a fist por acá, and let's just, look, if the kidney's here, right, then just remove the skin immediately above it and get it. That's what I thought, too, and I told him, but he said if they went in that way, they had to remove a rib, too. Ooh, Whoa, see? what? Wait, how do you remove, okay, Dr. Ramos, how do you remove a rib? What do you mean? You break it off. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. That's a medical term too. So, so you would literally break it like a bone, like when you're eating uh, like a turkey, and you got to get in through the, you got to get to the meat. You break it. They would probably shave it off and make it much thinner, much smaller. Uh, how do you shave it? I'm, I don't even okay, know why I, I just asked this uh, question. Yeah, exactly. How do you shave exactly. it? Exactly. With special it? tools. Like the. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. What tool is that called? Bone shaver. Yes. <laughs> Bro, I didn't even take the exam, and I knew that. What about something? So when they're shaving, okay, where do all these bone parts, shavings go? Do they they're, stay in the body? They're No, they can't stay in the body. They're very diligent about what they're doing. What, it has like a bag attached to the, to the it's like a vacuum? I don't know. I haven't been inside one of, those, one of those surgery procedures. Really? They just taught you the name and they say move on <laughs> to the next chapter. <laughs> don't worry, you're a pediatrician. You'll never have to do it. Exactly. Okay, so they took the kidney out. Yes. Uh, and you were you were out. It's not like you were awake. Completely out. Okay, because, you know, back in the day, people were awake for this. What? Yeah. yeah well, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, I'm sure there wasn't none of this uh, surgical procedures where you do cameras and You mean anesthesia. anesthesia? Dr. Ramos, was anesthesia around? How far back are you talking? How far back do I have to go? I don't know. A thousand years. Probably not, no. Oh, I mean, go. no. Well, there was like local anesthesia. There's Boom. local anesthesia and there's like... Um, like natural medicine that's also access what I'm trying to tell what I'm trying to tell Jose is that not too long ago they probably numbed the area right just telling you to drink whiskey or something right right 
and you'd be but you'd be awake you'd be watching it yeah probably you'd be like no no you a little bit to the right a little bit to the right right <laughs> yeah because there'd be no cameras right there would just be an understanding of where this golf ball size mass was mm-hmm. they'd probably reach in with their hands to Pite. feel and they'd be like oh there it is and Yank. there it is yep clip clip okay. let's take it out okay I, I i know i went there but i'm getting a little nauseous all right. <clears throat> all right so jose and that's it and they stitched you back up and you were good well i wasn't i mean six weeks of recovery Blah, 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 blah. Six weeks. Then you were good. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Have you ever had an organ taken out? Puppy, I've had nails taken out. Okay, you know how painful a toenail is? When oh, you got come to on. Hey, listen to me. You know how painful it is when you lose a toenail? Big time. It is traumatizing. I recently lost half of my toenail. You lost half of one. Okay, that doesn't even count. <gasps> Jose, you've lost one? Yeah. Okay, see, that I can relate to. Yeah. Wasn't it horrible? Horrible. <laughs> Thank you. Losing a kidney, <laughs> 10 times worse. No. I lost my appendix. That's painful. Yeah. Oh, mira esta. Now you want to throw in that you lost an appendix. Well, have you lost any have organs? Have you lost an organ? Hey, yeah. Listen have you me. had surgery? Hey, I lost a tooth recently. Oh, we all hey. have. Oh, okay. But can I talk about me, though? <laughs> I lost a tooth. It was horrendous. Okay? It's very traumatizing. <laughs> Right. So Did I the know. tooth fairy give you money for the tooth? No, that's what made it even worse. Okay. No, I wish I could have gotten money for the kidney. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, how much would you have gotten for the kidney? I don't know. Black market, maybe a couple grand. You could have got a lot on the black market for a kidney. No, I'd want that kidney under your pillow. For the kidney fairy to come gotta, pick it up? You got to put that under your pillow and then be surprised the next day when it's just a lot of dry blood stained. Ugh. Just be like, oh, no chavo. how much do you think you would expect for that? A couple grand. Two thousand dollars? No, like five. And now you're going up to five? Five, six grand. <laughs> now you're going up to six. Yeah, it's a kidney. <laughs> yeah, because the more you say the amount, the more you go, no, so vale más. So, so vale más. Pa' qué? Si no sirve para nada. It's true. It's no good. It's no I good. That's why they took it out, Sangano. Well, just take out the cancer and then sell it. It's like it's like when you re- <laughs> refurbish a computer. It's the same thing. With, with, a, with, yeah. with no hard drive inside exactly. because the hard drive is, was, yeah. Well, was, no, we're going to take out the cancer and then give you the refurbished we're gonna kidney. We're going to take out the... There is no refurbished kidney. It's a kidney missing half of it. No, it's not missing. The The cancer was inside encapsulated in there. So we're going to mm-hmm. take it out, stitch the kidney back up. If what? You got a new kidney. Okay. So would you let them put the foie kidney back in your body? If I needed one, but I got a good one. No, why Why can't you ask for them to put that one back? Because I'm working on one. I'm good to go. Because you don't even want it. And you <laughs> want somebody else to want it. Sangaro, you're selling faulty equipment. Would you sell it? A refurbished kidney. Nobody wants refurbished anything, okay, let alone kidneys. Dr. Ramos? Hey, there's someone out there in a third world country that would take that refurbished kidney. That's oh, right. God, For six grand, they got it. Mm-hmm. You're selling them. For, you're, you're not even giving them a discount, third no, world country? I didn't get a discount to get it taken out. <laughs> Emily, how would you have told somebody that they have cancer in their kidney? Um, wow, that's a that's always a tough situation to be in. Um, what I'd about make, just saying that you have cancer in your kidney? Well, yeah, you'd have to you have to be direct about it and not you know beat around the bush about it. See, um, I'd rather you beat around the bush because our doctor, I think, was a little too direct. It's a, yeah, you have to be very tactful with how you present this. Okay. I think you kind of fluff up things. You talk about lab results, and then you say, you know. X, Y, and Z, you have cancer, but then this is our plan. This is how we're going to tackle this. Okay. You know, sorry All for right. this diagnosis. All right, Jose, how did he say it? No, it was, uh, actually, I had gone in for a pain, which we thought was the pancreas. The pancreas, yeah. And uh, he had gotten all these lab results. He said, everything's fine, everything's fine. And then the last test, the nurse comes in and goes, we want to see you in this room. So once they put us in that room, I'm like, oh, something's going on. 
And when the doctor walks in, he's just like, okay, um, so you got cancer in the kidney. But and it got real quiet, real quick. What? I don't know what. What did you want him to start off with? I a don't joke? know. Maybe how? Yeah. How are you hey, doing? Uh, What's so been I heard, going on? Uh, I heard this joke. You want to hear it? So this girl walks into a bar, uh, and the bartender says, uh, "What will you have?" And she says, uh, "I don't know. Cancer in my kidney? Is that what you?" <laughs> you <laughs> I want the guy. That's what he's there for. Here it is. Here's the problem. And here's how we're gonna solve it. I guess he just said it straight up. But he just said it. He didn't like prepare him. He didn't say we've done oh, no, this, that's this, even and worse. that. You know, uh, I don't want you to be like you know. It's uh, it's like those people who tell a story by going, "Okay, are you sitting down right now? <laughs> Why I can't stand up? No, I want you to sit down for this." Okay, my mom is a master at that. My mom can never tell me bad news right away. It's physically impossible. Like if like if somebody died in the family, she'll be like, "Elisa Lee, are you sitting down?" <laughs> No, listen, in serio, I have something to tell you. Something very sad and very serious. And suddenly, I just, it's very difficult for me to even say it out loud right now. Just tell me, mommy, just tell me what happened. I'm going to tell you, Lisanli, it's just not easy. It's just, my heart is very sad and I'm crying inside and it's only a matter of time before. <laughs> mommy, just tell me. You know what? I'm just going to hang up. Just text me. That's it. She can't do it. She can't, just whatever you got to do, just text me. And then she'll text me, you know, so-and-so died. That's it. That's one text. But on the phone, it takes 30 minutes. If you're going to give me bad news, just give it to me. See, yes? the doctor could have been like your mom. Are you sitting down? Oh, God. When we walked in, be like, yeah, I'm sitting down. Listen, when Emily tells me stories like that, I always go fast forward, fast forward. <laughs> I'll, I'll do like, I'll hold like a, like an imaginary remote in front of me and I'll be pressing that imaginary button. I'll be like, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Just get me to the end. Let me see if I'm interested. And then I'll rewind it back a little bit Yeah. and see if it's worth it. You know, cause sometimes it takes you when you beat around the bush too much, right? I want to move on to another bush. So <laughs> <laughs> patient. The funny part was as soon as he said it, Lisette, my wife, since she's already gone through cancer, she went into like take care mode right away. And she was like, all right, what do we have to do? What's this? And I'm still in shock that the doctor told me I have cancer. So I'm just like staring at the wall and Lisette's like, all right, well, what's the next process? What do we have to do? And Jose's just like, what What did you say? I got what? Did you just say Jose's like? Yeah. You just named yourself like Yeah, that? I was like, Jose's like, what, what did but, you say? But you're Jose. I am Jose. Okay. Speaking of third person. This really, this really was an out-of-body experience for It you. was. You're literally watching yourself and you're quoting yourself. And Jose yes. said, and then Jose was like, I'm not going to do this alone. And then Lisa said to him, yes, you are. And Jose was like, okay, honey. Is that, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it. In other words, once he told you that, you really did step out of your body. And you I went, floated up. And you said, this is not happening to me. This is happening to Jose. Right. So, Jose, on top of the whole kidney thing... You're also currently recovering from an addiction to Xanax. Correct. How's that going? Good. Three months now without it completely and just, you know, the withdrawals have been rough, but, you know, getting better. Now, a lot of people don't know. what. So, for example, Dr. Ramos, yes. uh, what is Xanax? Xanax is a medication used for, like, anxiety, depression, uh, sort any sort of mental illness. Okay. Are you saying I'm crazy now? I never said that. That's, that's I what wasn't the one that gave you the Xanax to begin with. <laughs> It was a doctor just like you. <laughs> yep. A board no. certified doctor. Yes, a psychiatrist. I'm not a no, psychiatrist. No, it was just a regular doctor. Oh, dang. Yeah. <laughs> okay, big thing. So uh, it is what? What is What kind of drug is it? Not what it uh, addresses, but it's what is it? benzodiazepine. Excuse me, I'm talking to a doctor. <laughs> I'm talking to somebody who actually took the exam. So what is it? It's a benzodiazepine, like you said. But what is it? What does it do? What does it do to the body? It enhances 
receptors for neurons that we need to make you feel better. The GABA receptors, doctor. Yes, the GABA oh. receptors. Thank you. Thank you, Jose. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Jose. <laughs> See that that loss of a kidney made you smart. I think that No, I just had to research why this little pill had me addicted to it. Yeah. Oh, good for you. Okay. So the so it's basically an upper? Yes, it's an upper. It's an upper. It, it's a downer. Wait, what? When you don't yes. take it. Oh, I think you say it's a downer when you have to learn it on your own. No, no, no. The the benzos are downers. Wait, what? So a, a Xanax is a downer? Yes. So why did you tell me it was an upper, ma? It's to make you feel better so you don't feel depressed. Oh, so you thought it's a downer that that is an upper. It's a downer with an upper effect? Are you saying it's a downer so that because you have these bad side effects from it? Is that no, what no, you're saying? A benzodiazepine, the term downer, that's what it is. It calms you down. So that's, If you use it for anxiety. That's what it's used for. But you could just use it for depression. But it's still a downer for depression. <laughs> Wait, what? So if you're depressed, if you're feeling down, you take a downer? Well, because it's a calming medication, so it calms you down. But if you're depressed, don't you want to be like the opposite? Well, you don't want to be anxious when you're depressed because then you're what? most like you're more likely to hurt yourself. But if you're depressed and you take a downer, now you don't even want to get up from bed. Isn't that the whole point? If you take too much, if your dose is too high. All uh, right. <laughs> I didn't go to medical school. It just, I know that just doesn't that add doesn't up. sound right. Yeah, it doesn't sound. Okay, so you got must have been the same doctor that prescribed it to me. <laughs> so getting off of Xanax was hard. Very. It's uh, getting off of something your body doesn't want you to get off of it. So it's a highly addictive drug, Dr. Ramos? Yes, it is. Why? Because it increases the receptors in your neurons and you're gonna, the neurons want more of it because it's giving you more receptors. So they want more of the drug, more of the drug, more of that hormone. Okay. I just I basically all I understood was yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, yes. Like, really? How so? Because that's what I understood. <laughs> so what kind of process do you have to go through uh, to, to get off of Xanax? Do you just like stop taking it or do you take another pill to replace it? No, basically had to take less and less of it till I was completely off of it. But how does your body accept that though? Like it, if I, for example, if I'm eating three chocolate chip cookies a day, for how long were you taking it? Uh, three years. Okay. Yeah. Rayo. Okay. So if I'm eating three chocolate chip cookies a day for three, first of all, I'd probably die. But <laughs> in this example... And then I had it go to what? Two two yeah. cookies? Yeah. Okay. My body's going to react because it's going to feel like it needs a third something. Right. So I'm either going to start chewing on my nails, right? In <laughs> other words, you got to replace it, don't you? Well, you didn't replace it here. It's just your body starts noticing that it's missing and it starts repairing itself because you basically damaged your receptors. Oh, now you're getting all receptor on me? Hey, I had to research what was going on. So that's when withdrawals come in. Yeah. And withdrawals can be difficult. Oh, yeah. Big time. So describe me some of these withdrawals that you would go through. Some of them were like, you didn't even want to leave the house. You were just like, wanted to be in a little cocoon, left alone. And just take some Xanax? <laughs> yeah, but that was that would defeat the point. Just, the whole just point was to day. get off of it. Well, because I mean, if I'm, cutting, if I'm cutting down cookies and I'm just, just give me one. Just give me one more. You know what I mean? And I'll be fine. And then I can, then I'll be good for tomorrow. But then once, what happens once they're all gone? Then I'll go buy some more. But I'll, you're not allowed to. I'll go to a street corner. You can't. And I'll be like, somebody, exactly. got a cookie. somebody got a cookie, man? Someone's going to chain, someone's going to chain you in your house and you have to stay in your house. Wait a minute. You can't go to another doctor and get Xanax? I don't want anymore. The but whole I'm point was I could, wanted to get off of it. Yeah, but the whole point is you want to get off of it. The sad part is that a doctor would give you more Xanax. Yeah. 
even if you told me trying to get off a of Xanax, he'd be like, well, take some of these. Yeah. He wanted to put me on a different medication. He's like, well, let's put you on this benzo. I'm like, no, I want to get off of them. What is wrong with the medical profession, Dr. That's why you should have gone to a psychiatrist. Ask for a second opinion next time. A psychiatrist would be what? More diligent with yeah, the dispense? Yeah, they might be more diligent about what they're giving. Than regular doctors like they, you? I don't prescribe these medications, okay? Yeah, but you could. I could, but I don't. You don't because you wouldn't be any good at it. No, because I don't was. give it to kids. Well, there you go. Hello? Being, I know you're a pediatrician, but you're a doctor first. It's not like you can only prescribe kid drugs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Tylenol for kids. That's all I can. That's all I have. That's all I have access to. What all I'm ty- giving you. What about Tylenol for adults? I'm not qualified. I'm only qualified to give <laughs> Tylenol for Just kids. for kids. Just for kids. All right. So it was difficult to, to wean your body off of uh, how many pills were you taking? Oh, yeah. One milligram. We're taking one milligram, Yep, which doesn't sound like a lot, but Dr. Ramos, that's a lot. Yeah, and then especially over years of taking it. That's mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Because one milligram sounds like, hey, gran cosa, it's like a Flintstone vitamin. Right. And it's it took you how long, bro, to, to get off of that? Five months. So it was uh, it was hell. Oh, yeah. You wanted to talk about uh, the support system that you had around you. What was that like? Well, it was, I mean, the support system was great. I couldn't have done it without my wife, obviously, supporting and the family. But it's always funny, too, when friends that you have think that what you're going through is, is nothing. Like, ah, eso no es nada. Siempre hay uno, brother. Siempre. You were lucky que, que solamente había uno, because normally, you know, if you're Puerto Rican, your whole family's going to be like, todavía tú estás con eso. Right. <laughs> Todavía te estás quejando de eso. Ay, nene, ya, please. Okay, okay, Xanax. Ah, blah, blah, blah. Tómate café y ya se te va. Actually, coffee would be good, right? <laughs> no, ca- actually, caffeine. it's caffeine, so it's real bad for you. Why is that bad, though? Because caffeine would... Uh, would get you up from bed? Activate the brain also. Would oh, would make you more it. anxious. Yes. Oh, and caffeine ma- is addicting. Yep. Te pone más loco. No, so, so are chocolate chip cookies. Those yes. are very... That's why I'm Are you off of them now? No, never, bro. I got <laughs> I got a canister in the cabinet right now. It's got How many eight, are you down to a day? About five. Okay. That He's was, doing a lot better. I'm doing so much. I'm doing yeah. so good. Man. Are you working your way down? No. No, I'm no. not. Hey, you have a great support system. I'm working I'm working the supply down. You know <laughs> what Maybe I mean? Maybe you like, should give them up for Lent. Yeah, no, I like to give other things up for Lent, like smoking. You don't um, smoke. Exactly. <laughs> so this friend, you had a friend like that? Yeah, Mike. Mike was like, yo, this is life that you're going through. Don't worry about it. Not withdrawals? No, he just said it was life. I was dealing with life. Just suck it up, basically. That was it? That was it. He's like, that's his treatment. That's his rehab? No, then he he wanted that. He goes, you know what you need to do? Smoke a little herb. (laughs) (laughs) That's his treatment. He wants me to get on another drug to get off of a drug. Okay. All right. That's his treatment. Did you try that? No, I wouldn't try that. I've never done drug except for this one I got prescribed. Okay, what else? Look what happened to you. Exactly. And what else did he suggest then? What's his his plan B? Well, when when I told him, I'm like, no, 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 I'm not going to do... He he said something about... uh, He goes, a drink. He goes, ayahuasca. That's what you need to do. Ayahuasca? Ayahuasca. Look it up. And so ayahuasca, for for the people who don't know what ayahuasca is, it's a tea or it's a herbal combination or a brew, which is made up of two different plants. Ayahuasca, which is a vine and chakruna, which is a leaf, and it's boiled together and for like five, six, seven days over a fire, and then you get the tea. And the way the tea works, like there's a whole scientific explanation of the tea, but really how I look at it is it's it's a spirit. You're sitting with the spirit of the plant, ayahuasca. They call her Mother Ayahuasca here in the jungle of Peru, here in, you know, the Amazon, Madre. 
because she really is like a mother. She nurtures you. She gives you whatever you need. You know, sometimes she can be tough on you, but only because she loves you. It's supposedly some hallucinogenic drug that oh. you take as a drink. No. And he wanted me to do this. Why? Because <laughs> he, he said it with him. He said it worked for him. Oh, Lord. What was he trying to recover from? Nothing. Life. <laughs> <laughs> So what did he tell you about this drink? He went to some farm where a couple of them had been, uh, you know, meeting together and they pass around this chalice with a drink and they're chanting Mm-mm. and they're all drinking. Wait, it. wait, wait, wait. You went, they went to a farm? Yeah. He said in some, in some barn in a farm and okay. they were all dressed in white. That sounds but, like a cult. Uh, I've seen, I've seen documentaries on these people. Well. Uh, is he, Mike one of these people? Apparently he is now. Okay, and what happened when he drank it? He said he he said he started talking. He he went out into the field from what he said, and he saw visions and started talking with God. Then and that all his wait, problems wait, left. Wait a minute! Wait a minute. <laughs> I swear, wait. I'm not making this up. Wait a minute. So he went out into the field, and it probably went something like this. Oh, this is amazing! Look at that goat jumping. Mike, huh? Is that the goat? Mike. Who's that? Who's there? It is I, God. God? You're real. It's like Santa Claus. No, Mike. I'm not Santa Claus. I'm God. I know. I'm just saying you're real, like Santa Claus. Stop saying Santa Claus. How much of that ayahuasca did you drink? Just a zip. You're lying to me, Mike. I, I wouldn't lie to you. You know everything. Mike? Okay, I took two sips. Mike. A gulp. It was a big gulp. (laughs) (laughs) Mike, I am not laughing. I am not laughing. This is very serious. Could have fooled me. Mike. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Mike, I'm here to answer any questions. Any questions you have. You sir. God. That's the reason I gulped the ayahuasca. I need answers. That's what? why I'm here. Well, let me ask. Mike. God. Mike. Well, I need you to tell me what is the meaning of life? How do I fix it? The meaning of life is to always remember one thing. That when life gets difficult. Yes. When life gets challenging. Yes. When life seems impossible. Uh-huh. Remember these words. Okay. It's just life. Ayahuasca. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it, podcast, the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. I'm Emily Ramos. I'm Jose Rodriguez. Now remember, you can find out more about my shows on EllieCastro.com, also on Instagram under Elisardi, and on Facebook under at Ellie Castro Live. And don't forget, mi gente, life is so much better when you're laughing. Gracias. Thank you. Ayahuasca. <laughs>